This is Tiger Cats post game on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Tiger Cats post game on a slobber knocker of a victory for the Tiger Cats. Old school football here at Tim Hortons Field. Just enough offense. Special teams do their job, and boy, did that defense shine. Tiger Cats now 5-10, Riders 6-10, and, and the playoff situation in the Canadian Football League for that what could have been a crossover situation. Boy, it is now on. Bob O'Neill along with Andy Fantuz, and I'm going to tell you there, Andy, um, I, I, I guess I passed the stress test. <laughs> <laughs> This is playoff football, and you talk about by any means necessary. What what a performance, and what a turnaround at halftime to tighten things up. We it, we talk about that defense only allowing 72 yards in the second half, zero zero points. Just an incredible job. Seven seven sacks total in the game by this defense defensive line and linebacker crew. Just just amazing like they 3-3 in the turnovers if you told me that Dane Evans would be 11 for 24 for 214 yards zero touchdowns and two interceptions and that the Ticats would win the game I don't know if I'd believe you when this game started but that's uh that's the definition of complimentary football and uh, and just digging deep and, and and getting the job done all kinds of things here on the Cats, Tiger Cats post-game show. Andy will review his car star three keys. We'll get down to the locker room for, I'm sure, will be a happy locker room and talk to Coach O and a player to be named, of course. We'll hope it's Wes Hills, who could be our performer of the game. And those are brought to you by Access Storage and Hercules Tire, right on our strength. We'll also go roundtable style. Talk to Courtney Steven and bring in Luke Tasker from the booth. So, Andy, I think now we were kind of dreaming about it. And, boy, i got to give you a lot of credit because, to me, pretty much for most of the season, the crossover was going to be in effect. And now the Tiger Cats have made things real complicated. Well, they control their destiny. They still need to win games. They need to win at least one, but... The more the better, but they control it because they have three games left. They need that magic number of three, whether and that's a combination of Tiger Cat wins and Saskatchewan losses. Saskatchewan has two games remaining. Tiger Cats have three games remaining. So if they win one and, and Saskatchewan loses two, they're in. If they win two, Sask loses one, they're in. You get the idea. Uh, so they control it, but they still need to win. Um, but much, much better feeling going into the next week. And uh, it's a matter of following up a performance like this with another performance like this in a playoff mindset, which is what they've had trouble with so far this season after big victories. Don't want to forget about this one, but looking forward, uh, there is a trip to McMahon Stadium, which has not been a friendly place for the Tiger Cats over the years. I think even going back to you playing, this has been a tough place to win, uh, and Calgary are certainly playing for something. And then there's the back-to-back, -back, a home-and-home, -home, starting here at Tim Hortons Field against the Ottawa Red Blacks, whereas Ottawa... Uh, to change that, Saskatchewan have two games still left. I mean, again, reminder, 
Tiger Cats have three games. Calgary have, uh, Saskatchewan have two. And they're both against Calgary. Yeah, Calgary really holds the cards here. And, and uh, you got to remember that Calgary could be in a position come two weeks from now where uh, their playoff picture might be a little more set in stone so maybe in that last week they could be resting people so you don't want to you don't want to uh you know be in a situation where you're counting on calgary to win because they might not be in a situation where they need to win for anything uh regarding the playoff picture but who knows that's down the road the, the important thing is tire cats a huge victory you got to give so much credit to that defense uh malik carney like just a monster all game long he had three sacks four tackles a couple other times he had pressure to force a sack or a step up from Cody Fajardo uh, and he wasn't the only one I mean Voshan Joseph a great Where did he come from? game yeah seven tackles and a sack uh, what, what a what a play and uh, you know what the one thing that they're gonna have to clean up a little bit and we'll talk to coach O and, and in a chippy grimy playoff atmosphere type game like this it's hard to really keep your composure completely right. we did talk about that but they they took some penalties that hurt them uh the offensive line in particular and a couple um and a couple after the whistle by the defense so that's something that they're going to have to clean up going forward uh you know what perfect opportunity right now andy for us to review your car star three keys to the game well, the first one was offensive balance, and at halftime it was a little disappointing because there was only uh, three receivers had caught passes. Uh, it was a heavy dose of West Hills, which was great, and um, but um, Tim White had been targeted seven times. There was only four other throws to other people in the first half, but that changed a bit in the second half, and we saw other players get involved. There were ended up with six different receivers catching passes. We saw um, a, another heavy dose of West Hills, which is good, and then Sean Thomas Earlington sprinkled in there. So I'm going to give them a, a check mark on this. Um, you'd like to see that happen a little earlier, but uh, at the end of the day, they the, those other players really were key to get some some critical first downs. Number two. Number two was composure. And this one, I'm I'm not going to give them the credit on because uh, because of those penalties that we talked about, um, the composure of Dane Evans late in the first half, uh, just being able to to be poised in the pocket and step in and make a throw, or to when he was scrambling, he seemed to be rushing it. it, it he didn't really have necessarily anyone about to tackle him, and he was he was kind of rushing the pitch or the throw. And um, I think he I think he's going to look at the film and and think he could done done a lot better. But they did improve throughout the game. But it's still uh, not quite where that, what I wanted to see for a game that you knew was going to have that sort of intensity that it did. Key number three. Key number three was win the turnover battle. And with that la last uh, late pick by Siante Evans, it was 3-3 in the turnovers. Um, the ones that Hamilton gave up were very costly. Very costly. Both both of the, um, the offensive turnovers were in scoring position and uh, the block punt led to a touchdown because they were backed up in their own end. Um, so that, not good, but I guess objectively it was a, a tie on that one. Let's bring in our round table, Courtney Steven and Luke Tasker. They are in here with Andy Fantuz and myself to discuss and break down this big Tiger Cats victory and let's you know we cannot ignore the efforts and the execution especially in the second half of the defense Courtney I mean just great coverage downfield so if you get that pressure up front 
it could be a huge difference maker. Well, they got this thing called a coverage sack, and uh, I don't. I think it, it was the full defense contributing today because so many different pass rushers had a, a disruptive presence in the Saskatchewan offensive backfield. So it was it was fun to watch guys who all year long have been working hard and. A guy like Julian Hauser, who came out of the lineup and came back in, had an impact. A guy like Malik Carney, who had been down and up and down and up, and he got his name called, and, and he answered the bell in a big way. Um, Bashan Joseph, a guy who's been working on special teams, contributing. It was a full team effort, and it was exactly what the Ticats needed in a close one. Luke, I, I think I could sense it even from you and, and us here down here on the fourth floor, on the Hall of Fame floor here at Tim Hortons Field, getting kind of nervous about Dane at times. But I'll tell you, when you can balance it off with a running game, especially at these, these weather conditions, it's a big plus for the Tiger Cats. Oh, a huge plus. West Hills is is far and away the, the outstanding player in this game. And it's it's this simple. The Ticats earlier this season lose that game. They lost every one of those games earlier this year, but they found a way to overcome the, the mistakes that they did make or the areas where they uh, lacked production. And, and Dane... You know, that the interception going into the wind in the first half, you know, it, it's tough. The, the wind is battling the ball. You kind of you like that you're taking shots. And then the second interception on the running back screen is a mistake. You know, that's a ball that you sh that he, he, he shouldn't throw. I, I just think that he settled down and managed the game with the help of West Hills and Tommy Condell putting the ball in West Hills' hands. And, and you know he, he managed the game, and, and it was it was it, those mistakes didn't stop compounding in games earlier this year, and uh, and then of course like we just touched on the defense was lights out in the second half. Andy, I mean we talk about uh, what Luke is talking about, and I think you and I were really really impressed with that uh, field goal drive to give the Tiger Cats their 18th point. 13 plays, seven, 38 taken off the clock. That's championship style stuff. It is, and they were getting such big chunks on first down really throughout the whole game. I mean, you look at the average of the second down positioning, and it's got to be tops for the whole year. Second and one sec to second and four. That happened 70% of the time. It seems like i got to get the, the final stats, but you're getting big chunks on first down, mostly with Wes Hill running the ball, uh, which was great, and to, to just – to grind out that, that long drive where you start with first and 15 and then uh, the second after one first down, then it's second and 11 and you get the first down. Uh, just to continue to just barely, or, or, or just to continue to move the chains and, and draw that clock and get take the energy out of Saskatchewan's hopes and pump this crowd up. It was great to see and I love, I love that that part of the game, being being a player and being able to stay on the field through that fourth quarter where you're against the wind and you're just milk, you're just putting together first downs, ending it up with that field goal. And you can't even forget about the the that punt too, that that beautiful punt. That was a critical one. Is that where you're going to go to there, Courtney? I could see you ready to say. Go ahead. No, no, it wasn't necessarily that, which it was a very strategic uh, sequence for the Ticats there with the punt and then the, the the good defensive sequence that set them up with better field position afterwards. But I was just going to touch on the run game and how the Ticats did it every which way to the point where Saskatchewan wasn't even substituting when the Ticats went to heavy personnel late in the game. It's almost as if they threw in the towel and said, 
that's not working. Let's just stick with the guys who start the first 12 and see if they can stop the run. Because West was getting it out of the shotgun, gun strong, gun weak, motioning into the backfield from pistol. And, and they just did it with five receivers on the field, with two back. I mean, there was no answer for West Hills. Yeah, and you got to think that it's not like Sass came in here thinking the, the, the running Hamilton Tiger Cats that we have to shut down, you know? Like, West Hills, I mean, he's had good games. He's strung together good games, but not like that. Well, well over 100 yards. First of, of the season, I think, for the, for the Tiger for Cats. For the team, for yeah. a 100-yard rusher, yes. And, uh, and, and, I mean, that was huge on the first down efficiency. That fourth quarter drive two games ago against their what was their best game of the season so far against Winnipeg at home, they did the same thing. Yeah. They put together a seven-and-a-half-minute drive in the fourth quarter to end it out, and that's winning playoff football. Yeah, West Hills, 25 for 132 on the ground. Add in that 26-yard reception. You're talking 158 yards of offense. Uh, what, a, what a performance there. And Seth Smalls, four for four field goals. Sass didn't even attempt a field goal for the whole game. And that, that's really the difference in the ball game. I think we can say it's pretty unanimous that uh, West Hills will be our performer of the game, presented by Hercules Tire, right on our strength. And, and you're right, Luke. I mean, th th this is certainly not a team that we would expect to be running as much as they did. But certainly in this time of the year, it's certainly cashed in. Folks, we have exclusive access to the coaching room. Time to check in with Coach Orlando Steinauer as presented by Access Storage. Coach, uh, you've been around here long enough to know that sometimes you just need a little offense, a little a little special teams work, but I don't care if it's Mosca, Grover, or Montford, Hitchcock, or even Simone. Uh, this is a team and a city that really appreciates a defensive um, effort. And boy, you got it tonight, especially in that second half. Yeah, no, just, you know, just a complete team effort. I, you know, very disappointed. We, you know, obviously we had a uh, few things that uh, didn't go our way. You know, uh, early on gave up touchdowns, didn't score touchdowns, got a punt blocked. Um, you know, the second half, obviously, uh, we were able to do enough to, to pull out a win, but just super proud of everybody. Coach, what was your interpretation of that, that play where you had a holding penalty and the intentional grounding that seemed to be a safety, but uh, was the ball over the line, or what did they tell you? They just told me that it had been reviewed because I was pretty sure I was going to challenge it, even though they didn't. It seemed just clear to me he was in the end zone, um, but I'm not sure. You know, after they said that they, when I was going to challenge it, they said that they had already looked at it, so I didn't want to burn the challenge. But I still am going to need clarification. Uh, myself on that on what that is yeah you and me both coach what's the message to the team now in the locker room you control your destiny but you do still have to win uh, and that magic number is three between wins for Hamilton and losses for Saskatchewan what's the message well to enjoy this one first of all um, and then uh, just to understand that we're on to the next we're on to the next game um, and that's that's what it is so uh, everybody works too hard they work too hard to not enjoy this. Everybody knows what it is, and uh, pressing that uh, right after a game is just not how we handle things. Coach, oh, a big part of your philosophy is to be multiple in what you do to attack the opponent. Today, 25 rushes for West Hill. Could you just talk about putting something different on tape than uh, what it's been so far this season? 
Well, I just, we knew that, you know, when you start getting down to it, um, you know, the colder it gets, you know, it's great to be finesse. And sometimes you're going to have to air it out 50 times. And then sometimes you're going to have to just uh, be physical consistently in all three phases. And so, yeah, I really can't say enough about uh, up front uh, on offense and defense. I felt like uh, our guys, they were physical too, but we were, we were equally physical and at times even more. And so that's what it was. And when things are rolling and heading downhill, um, you know, we were in second and medium most of the day or shorter. So it's, um, you got to do whatever the game plan is for that week that gives you the best chance to win. And we felt like uh, we had an opportunity to, to do that and establish ourselves up front. Coach, on the flip side, Shaq Cooper with only five rush attempts for seven yards. How, e how much easier is it to make adjustments when you make a team one-dimensional? and throwing the ball only. Yeah, well, we did expect them to run the ball a little bit more. We know that they're down their star backs, but uh, we kind of thought their identity was to, you know, not put the ball in, in Cody's hands as much as they did. And, you know, credit Jason. He, you know, he changed it up also and went a little bit away from, from what they had been uh, for the majority of the year. Um, but, yeah, when you make a team uh, one-dimensional, it allows us to brush the passer a little bit. And I thought uh, we did a great job in the rotation and making him uncomfortable and didn't let him uh, affect us with his legs. So he's going to do it a little bit, but we didn't let him affect him with our legs and, and give up big explosions. Coach, really interesting uh, special teams game tonight. You have, unfortunately, a blocked punt. You have an onside punt, an inadvertent onside punt. And then at the end of the game, your punt team has to do this mass, max protect and sort of directional punt there. The playoffs always sort of produce in the CFL some interesting kicking game scenarios. Is it something that you guys start to talk a little different about? Does the special teams get more attention as you move into the end of the season? Yeah, absolutely. I think well, I'm still not sure on the on the dribble. Um, I just I got to do. I just am unsure of. of I got to get a clarification on that. But yeah, it's the, as far as bringing everybody in on on punt. That's something that we've worked on. Uh, since the beginning of the year where we knew that there's going to be instances we're going we're to have to protect first and cover second. And so at that point, uh, we were going to bring all 12 in and make sure we were ready to go. So, yes, uh, it's always an emphasis in this organization, as you know. Um, but uh, certain situations are what you really have to practice. And so there was one that showed up today, and uh, we'll be better in that area. we got to find a way to get on that thing, even if it goes one yard. Coach O, it was kind of a somber mood here on Labor Day, and you said to your fan base, hold, stick with us. Well, you, the party is on now for the postseason, so certainly enjoy this victory, and boy, it's going to be a fun one getting ready for Calgary. I'm sure practice is going to be a lot of fun this week. Yeah, and I say the same thing. Ticat Nation, stay with us. Stay with us. Uh, these guys, uh, they got it in them, but uh, got got to prove it each week. Enjoy, Coach. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate All your right. time. Thanks. Nice job, fellas. Have a great night. Exclusive access to the coaching room. That was Coach Orlando Steinauer. Boy, he was. He, you can see the smiles on his face. And, of course, it's presented to you by Access Storage. And, you know, you can't help but now look forward. I mean, we got to take one game at a time. But it's going to be really hard, Andy, to not look forward and forecast and start looking at stats and, and, uh, and, and who's playing who from here on in. Yeah, it's been a roller coaster of energy here in Hamilton all season long, and uh, uh, but they got a piece to to 
or more games together in a row and ride that momentum into practice, be loose and confident, but stay stay focused and, and poised and, and just go out and execute and uh, do something that Hamilton hasn't been able to do in a long, long time, which is win in Calgary. You know, Luke, and I, we, I know we've referenced this season before. Right? We talked about that season, that first season with June Jones when you guys were rallying, you're rallying. And, and now with this win, that confidence level must be just blowing through the roof right now. Yeah, and they won in a different way than they have previously in the season. And, and certainly the confidence and the, uh, the energy, just the, just the knowing that you can find a way to do it, whatever it's going to look like in Calgary or in the Ottawa back-to-back -back series, that you've, you've proven to yourself that you'll find the way in the fourth quarter in the second half to do it. Um, Andy, I, I, I'm with you right there. I'm already there mentally that now it, you're not at Tim Hortons Field, which is the only place you've won this year. Now you have to go out against Calgary Stampeders, who have already locked themselves into the playoff in the Western Conference, who are playing good, and it's in Calgary. This is a, this is a real contest and a battle for, for Hamilton to go out west, and, and it couldn't have come at a better time in the season, or I should say a time when they couldn't come at a time where they're more prepared than now. Courtney, how do you feel about this situation now of just looking forward? I mean, you got to maintain that sort of emotion about what happened here today, but looking forward as well, too. you got to remain locked in. Well, Luke talked about games earlier this year where similar situations, they might not have come out on, on the same end of this one. Um, and it's those cumulative experiences added together that make a veteran team, that make an experienced team so guys know not to let go of the rope early in the fourth quarter if it's not going their way or if it's a tight game you can maintain your poise because you've been there done that now so a game where it's grinded out come from behind hit a field goal it's a possession game at the end where you got to bleed the clock a game where you're up by a lot and you have to defend the lead those are all different experiences that this group now has been a part of and that's going to benefit them going into this last run you know with all due respect to you know, to Jackson and, and, and Sean Thomas Erlington, like, I, I think I think Wes Hills is, is developed himself as the starter from here on in. Yeah, he made, in some ways, all the difference tonight. At one point in the game, to me, it boiled down to Wes Hills' production on the ground and and the rushing and the, and the, and the pass rush from the Hamilton defense. You know, we go right back to the locker room and connect with our player of the game and performer of the game presented by Hercules Tire right on our strength. And this exclusive post-game interview is with Wes Hills is presented by Access Storage. And West boy, uh, 25 carries, 132 yards, and you caught a pass as well, too. I, I know that you've said this before, feed me the football. Well, you got fed the football tonight, and that got to be good for you. Yeah, it felt, it felt great, man. The, uh, the line did a great job today, man. You, you wrote a clip, watched the film, they mailed on the boys up front. You know, they made my job super easy today. Shit, I made them look good. <laughs> they did all the hard work. I get the glory. I, I'll take it. How, how nice is it when you're controlling the line of scrimmage, both both sides of the ball, really? I mean, you're getting pushed on the offense, and we then you see your defense just wrecking havoc. Man, we got some dogs up front on both sides of the ball, man. You know, and we playing, we 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 playing our football. We getting there slowly but surely. Just like I said in our interview earlier this week, man. It don't matter how we did it. We gotta find a way to win. <laughs> Doesn't matter how it looked, and it wasn't pretty, but we got it done. 
Wes, the, uh, you had over 100 yards on the ground. We, you, no Ticat player has done that yet this season. Congrats on that. But you also had a great reception out of the backfield. Can you just talk to me about all the different ways you were you were getting first downs here for your team? Oh, man. I, should the, uh, the OC put, put us in position to be successful today, man. They, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, if that pass, I was wide open, man. Uh, dang. <laughs> I don't know how they missed me on the defense, but they saw me, and I was able to make a play. Hey, Wes, I got to ask you this. There's there's times when you get the ball three, four times in a row. I know that you got to be gassed out there, but what? how do you put yourself in a state of mind mentally to just keep getting the rock? And, and your job's tough, man. You're running between the tackles. You're, you're doing a, a grown man's work. How do you, how do you keep it up all game? Um, that mentality that I have, man, I, I've been here for two years, you know, just patiently waiting for my opportunity, right? And Coach O blessed me with that opportunity. Um, I got the call, and I just got to make sure I run away with it, make the most of these opportunities. So that constant hunger and chip, you know, on my shoulder is how I play the game. I go out there and just try to get after you, you know, make sure you feel me the whole game. You know, make sure you, you know I'm here. <laughs> you know, when you took the podium this week for, with your media availability, you said, you said, must-win situation, must job, win. job done. Now it's go to Calgary. What's your what's your outlook for that game? Hey, it's the same outlook, man. Let's do do the same thing. Prepare. Get ready to play. It's a must-win. We gotta win out. We know this. We know what's at stake, and we know what we need to get. You know our end goal. So we gotta go out there <laughs> and get after them next week. Enjoy the night. Yeah, we can enjoy this win, but at the end of the day, we gotta go back to the drawing board tomorrow. Well, we look forward to you getting down dirty at practice and certainly <laughs> grinding it out in Calgary. West Hills, thank you so much for joining hey, us. Tremendous you, football game and, and your offense as well, too. A great, great job. And enjoy this victory, and we'll chat with you during the week. All right. Sounds good, man. Thank you. Congrats, Have a good West. one. Performer of the game presented by Hercules Tire. Ride on our strength. And that post-game interview was presented by Access Storage. Guys, I think each one of us, Throughout that interview with Wes Hills, I'll start with you, Luke. We all had a smile on our face because he's enjoying that victory. Yeah, he's just, and he's enjoyable to talk to, man. The guy just loves playing football. Like he's one of that. He's one of those kind of just he, clearly he's having fun doing his job, which is a very physical job. And I mentioned one time during the broadcast, I, obviously he was, he was running the ball fantastic. It was. It's got to be one of the best. Andy, to your point, it's got to be one of the best first down efficiency games the Ticats have had, which is much uh, credit to Wes Hills. But there was one time he stepped up in pass protection. You could hear it from the from the booth up there. His pads cracking. He literally, he, he's, he, you can tell he's authentic. He, he loves, honestly loves the contact. Exciting to watch and fun to talk to. It's, it's he, every time he he gets through the line and gets and gets hit. It's it's an extra three yards. Yeah. He somebody's just trying to drag him down. There's no tackles where he's uh, getting you know sent the opposite way that he's moving. Uh, big, big guy. Uh, he, he, this is the kind of player that you want to be carrying the rock come playoff time, come that cold weather games, to just be physical and continue to grind out uh, a defense throughout a game. And, and I'll tell you, it's one thing for a middle linebacker or a will linebacker to be tackling a guy like that all game, but let him get on the edge, and you're going to see what your DBs are made out of because they, they don't want that. 
they don't want a face full of West Hills over and over and over again. <laughs> well, especially That's when you hard. get to the, that second level and guys like you when you're playing safety, uh, you got your tackling technique has to be uh, on point. I'm slicing them. <laughs> yeah, that's a low tackle. Yeah, 100%. Last thing, guys, quickly around the table. We don't we run out of time here. Okay, the gr great win here. Got to focus on, on on one more job, and that's the next next one, as Coach O always says. Going to Calgary, all three of you guys have had that difficult trip to McMahon. And uh, Luke, what do they got to do? Yeah, it's tough. You got to stay focused uh, throughout this week, and you got to be not surprised at the at the Calgary energy when you get out there it's a, it is a tough place to win football games but you just got to go out there and stay within yourself and do your job you got to get rid of the discipline issues that they had tonight there was there was a, a, a few times where they really kept Cody Fajardo on the field just from their own uh, mistakes and and lack of discipline on the on the field I will say one thing that we haven't talked much about was the presence of Lawrence Woods uh, again tonight and he he does look different different uh, out there, meaning different from other returners out there on the field. He's just, a, he's just, he was a huge part of that, and you hope that all of these things continue to work together, give him a chance at Calgary. And I, I think going to Calgary, Mark Killam's special teams unit is going to be ready. They're one of the best in the league every year. So those little details, they got to get cleaned up. That's something they were able to get away with today. Yeah. You don't usually win a game when you get a punt blocked. So good point. Going to Calgary, I think that'll be something that's definitely a point of emphasis. Yeah, you gotta you gotta treat this game just like next game, just like you treated this game with that that must win. Just want to know. Don't look forward. Don't think ah oh, we can lose this and still uh, win in, in Ottawa. You gotta win this game and treat it like a must win because you don't know what Saskatchewan is gonna do in the last two games. Courtney Steven and Luke Tasker, thank you for joining us on Tiger Cats post game here on Tiger Cats post game. Well, an impressive victory for the Hamilton Tiger Cats in front of their home crowd. They defeat the Saskatchewan Rough Riders 18 to 14. They are now 5 and 10. The Riders fall to 6 and 10. Thank you so much for listening. For Andy Fantuz, I'm Bubba O'Neill, and for the many hands that put this broadcast together, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next Friday night when Hamilton heads to Calgary. The Tiger Cats pregame presented by Journey Rewards starting at 8.30. And we'll be live on the Thai Cats Audio Network.